la 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 Mais on sait tous que la t-shirt est le côté The song of the moment. Angolo <laughs> Kante. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Mike Said Match. My name is Lizo Chitanganya, aka Lizo C on Twitter. Uh, Mike Said Match is brought to you by Capital 263. Free to say it, free to do it. We say the things that you do not hear from the mainstream media. We'll say it here. We're not afraid. It's a new dispensation. They don't abduct people. <laughs> so we're all good. We're all good to say everything that we need to say. With a sports show on the Capital 263 uh, base of shows, check them out. Check them out across all social media platforms for different content, different types of shows, different types of topics being discussed. Uh, like um, just the one that I was listening to, how one guy is over 25, employed and still staying with his parents on uh, the Nook Nation. <laughs> just find out about that, you know, going to the different podcasts that are available. Well, this is Mike Said Match, your sports show again. I'm joined in the studio by Slim. What up? What's up, please? Yeah, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Well, you know, fine. The World Cup is gone. We got that all wrong. Like, yeah, I'm sure <laughs> you listened. We got that all wrong, right? Yeah, but Angolo Kante, man. <laughs> but yeah, it was an enjoyable tournament. And, you know, sports is still going on very soon. The Premier League will be back. The preseason is up and running. Liverpool is, blind, is buying players. So Manchester United is not buying. So it's, it's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the transfer window is going to close soon. This time is closing before the league starts, so we need to conclude quite a lot of stuff before uh, the league starts. So we need a whole lot of players. But anyway, we've got a whole lot of news for you today, uh, covering a whole lot of different topics. We hope it will not be depressing today. <laughs> no depressing news at all, I hope. <laughs> we are not talking Zim cricket, so you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, we're going to have to start with Zim cricket because we... S- Spoke to Sizwagele who was watching uh, the match in Blawayo. So sh- we're just going to hear from her. She was at, this, uh, at Queen Sports Club and I managed to speak to her about uh, the experience, experience there. Just uh, listening and uh, find out what she had to enjoy there. And now, Capital 263. I'm joined by Sizwagele Ndovu. She is enjoying the cricket from Gobulawai. How's the cricket so far, CZ? <laughs> the cricket is awesome. You know, we started off in the morning. It was really cold and overcast. And I thought, oh, maybe I should go home and sleep. But it cleared up. And the boys are putting up a great performance. But we're what? chasing 364 <laughs> now. <laughs> are you saying that because you're just on radio? or <laughs> No, I mean, it's, it's, it's good. I mean, like, it's like, um, like I was saying earlier on. It's like likening me to swimming with Kirsty Coventry. Oh, I might be good, but she's just good. 
know, so I'm acknowledging that they're, they're trying. Come on, guys. I mean, really? if we had God on the pitch there, 364. maybe it might be worse. Huh? 364. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we might make it. I'm, I'm op- no, okay, no. I'm, not op- I'm optimistic, but look, we're not going to win this one. Okay. No, that's cool. That's it. But is the crowd <laughs> out? Is uh, the, uh, the guys cheering on the team? Yes, there's, there's a few people out. I'd say about a couple of hundred people. Okay. It was really cold and the weather's really shady here. It's okay, been hot okay. and cold. So it deterred quite a few people from coming out today. But could, yeah. could that be the reason why the boys haven't performed? Like the weather is not really good? <laughs> yeah, we could say that. Yes, it's the weather. Let's blame it on the weather, shall we? Yeah. But, <laughs> but look, um, since Pakistan batted first, the game will be much longer. Or oh, shouldn't okay. I say that on radio? Yeah, well... Maybe an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, compared to the other day when by 12 o'clock we were done. So okay. there's people going to come through later on ah, that's, after that's, lunch. That's great. And after church as well. Remember, it's a, it's a Sunday as well. It's church day for most people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Makes sense. No, let's hope the boys do perform. And uh, thank you for going out and enjoying the game on behalf of all of us. Oh, I love the I love the guys. No matter what they do, proudly Zimbabweans. Yeah, yeah. Team Zimbabwe all the way. Okay, now it's cool. <laughs> Thanks for the time, Caesar. No, thank you. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Cheers. Cheers, boys. And now Capital Two Six Free. Okay, Slim did. That was uh, Suzuki. She didn't know that, uh, of course, Zimbabwe would eventually lose, but we all knew. She knew. Yeah, she was just just trying, you know. You know, we love cricket. We love our same team, but you know, (laughs) it's it's an abusive relationship. No, it is. So, what was your take of the results? I I got some, you know, mixed reactions online. Uh, People were saying, some people were happy, including me, that at least not i wasn't entirely happy but <laughs> at least there was some some i can't call it a fight but there was some work that was put in the guys did something that we can we can recognize i mean in the final audio they did i i won't say try i'll look for another word <laughs> <laughs> they did do something on the final day there were a couple of 30s couple of 40s um we bold. Uh, I mean, fifty overs for four wickets gone, and I mean, it's it's not a bad bad look. <laughs> we lost five zero. That's where I'm gonna start. Okay, <laughs> we are not even competitive. We were not. Nope. Let's 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 be honest. This is what's happening now. We've been reduced to looking for positives where there are no positives. That's how bad our team is right now. Mm. And I don't blame the guys who are crossing the boundary fence to go on and try and put on a show but right now it's like schoolboys playing against professional cricketers and that's not right really <laughs> there are a few positives that i'm not gonna even go there no <laughs> well our uh, <laughs> our longest serving cricketer started when he was a schoolboy <laughs> so i guess some of those qualities are still uh, in him and showing off hamilton masakadza got a uh, i was about to say decent <laughs> What he did, he the, got, only, the only thing that he did that is right is that he's now the batsman who's played the most games for Zimbabwe. That's, that's shout all. out to that. That's you know, black empowerment. <laughs> black empowerment. It's, 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 it's a bit sad though because looking at I was I was just looking at cricket going all around the world, right? And I can see South Africa being hammered down there in Sri Lanka. And mm-hmm. to think not so long ago we had a squad 
that was going toe for toe with Sri Lanka. Now look at us. We can't even take 10 wickets. Did we yeah. ever blow out Pakistan in the whole series? We did not. Uh, we didn't. We couldn't even take out <laughs> Imam or Harkin. My, my God, I can't even go into the last series. There's so much going wrong. And I've said I'm not paying attention to Zimbabwe cricket until Sikandar Raza is back. So if he doesn't come back, then uh, it's, it's, it's done for me and uh, Zimbabwe cricket, really. But anyway, uh, we are joined today by uh, Fungai. She's going to be speaking much later. <laughs> but uh she also she, you're shaking your head right now so i just wanted to find out what you think about zimbabwe cricket really <laughs> <laughs> so what, what are you shaking your head to <laughs> um what do i think about zimbabwe i used to love it i think i love it uh-huh. and then um the current odi series i try to follow it on twitter a bit is it yeah until i've figured it's not worth my data <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly the problem so apparently we lost uh five zeros yeah, yeah yeah that's kind of what happened though we used to be not too <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's the question yeah um, we will not get into that but but slim just uh um i know there's a whole lot of noise about how we look like right now but so much of it happened after the loss to the UAE i mean the board overreacted definitely uh by taking off the captain throwing away heat streak clearing out the selection panel and the coaching staff um but where we are really is a result of that UAE match okay. yes or no no for me the problem is when you take away three four players zimbabwe becomes unrecognizable yeah. which is an indictment on the board and not having a continuity policy because you can't have three four players not being around and you're unrecognizable you can't even play cricket yeah. it means that you have not been doing the work you are not producing enough kids who step up on the time is there and here's the problem my main problem with zimbabwe cricket is they supposed to be a developmental zim a side that is supposed to be playing and that's where you're supposed to throw somebody in so that they in their stripes there and then eventually come in and play for Zimbabwe our problem is you have somebody who just comes off playing some franchise cricket and all of a sudden they are thrown into the deep end but that being said i was so disappointed that they did not give kamunukangwe a chance to play until the last match i mean seriously the guy was the best in the ODI series that we played he showed that Okay, he put his hand up and he wasn't given a chance. He keep on giving the Chigumburas and the Masakadzas chances. But the kids, they, Kamunukangwe, should have gotten a chance. It was it was surprising for me that they had to wait until the very last match. Was it the last match of the... I think he went in the last match. He, yeah, yeah, he came in the last yeah, match. So that wasn't really good. But however, having looked at it, there are a few kids who tried to do well. I was a bit happy by Ryan Murray getting a chance to play there. You see, they're trying to throw in the kids there. But I'm saying now, this is not where you put the kids. If you have a continuity policy, you'd have had somebody who was already knocking at the door in the Zime squad yeah. who actually would come in when your senior players are unavailable in court. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that that makes sense. 
Uh, we shan't not go that much into Zimbabwe cricket because we could spend the whole episode onto it. There was some Formula One that happened over the weekend. It's a new, relatively new sport for me. Fungai, there's a bright smile on your face. <laughs> Do you follow f- Formula One? Not at all. No. Did you hear anything about Formula One? Not at all. Wow, okay. You looked bright all of a sudden when I mentioned Formula One. <laughs> how you guys talk about everything oh okay yeah no that's what we do at mike's and match so there was some formula one uh activity happening over the weekend i'm i'm like one of those guys who don't really know much but support lewis hamilton all the way so, <laughs> uh we had a discussion or you slim you had a discussion with simba and uh, he was you know breaking down what happened in formula one and uh, we shall just play that and find out what Simba has to say about uh, that performance over the weekend. Uh, good evening, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We are t- talking motorsport, Formula One to be precise. We are taking a look at what happened at the German GP on the 22nd of July. Getting into the GP, uh, Sebastian Vettel started in pole, followed by Valtteri Bottas, Kimi Raikkonen, Max Verstappen, Luis Hamilton started 14th, and uh, Daniel Ricciardo started, I think he started last because of the problems that he had with his gearbox. So I've given you, I think, three teams that are competing for the Constructors Championship and the champion, the Drivers uh, Championship itself. So getting into the race, um, Sebastian Vedo had a lead of about eight points to Luis Hamilton. So we knew that Hamilton was was always going to fight he even tweeted that he was going to fight so the race started well calmly and uh there was still of rain i think the rain came around about uh lap 30 around about lap 38 and um Lewis Hamilton had a different strategy because he started on the on the super soft which which had a bigger lifespan than the rest so we all thought that he was going to have a uh, a one pit uh, pit pit stop strategy. So he was also helped by I think the the biggest help that he got I think it was the rain. So it started to rain I think around about uh, lap 40 thereabouts, and everyone else had pitted, uh, including Lewis Hamilton. But his tires were still a bit fresh than than everyone else's. So after everyone pitted, um, Sebastian Vettel was uh, was unfortunate to be involved in an accident. Of his own making <laughs> yeah but uh, it happens in racing so after that happened uh, the safety car was um uh, was brought in and uh, kimi raikkonen had to pit again which meant that Lewis hamilton was um, took the lead of the of the grand prix i think the safety car was there for about seven or eight laps and it went out when there were six laps uh, left to be completed uh, for the grand prix so um, in the Mercedes strategy, I think was superior yesterday to Messi to 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 Ferrari. Sorry, it was Ferrari looked like they were they were clueless. They didn't know what was going on, and you know. <laughs> so I think that helped uh, Lewis Hamilton as well. So uh, after um, after the safety car came out, uh, so it was now Mercedes one two, and something that I do not agree with because uh, I think Bottas was uh, faster than uh, than Lewis Hamilton because. Yeah, I think his tires were a bit fresher than Lewis, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. So he tried to overtake Lewis Hamilton, but the team said no, you cannot overtake um, Lewis because Lewis is the championship leader. 
which some which is something that I like I said I don't agree with, but they 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 did it because you should let the drivers race and um, you know. But it was rather unfortunate. But uh, kudos to Lewis Hamilton for his uh, superior strategy and uh, for Mercedes as well because getting into the Grand Prix starting from from 14th to to come out with a winner is, is really remarkable. But I also feel sorry for, for Sebastian Vettel because you don't want to see, you, we want competition and healthy competition, but it's also part and parcel of racing. So Lewis Hamilton came first, then Valtteri Bottas was second, followed by Kimi Raikkonen and Max Verstappen. So that's what happened in a, in a nutshell uh, at, the, at the German GP. Thanks for listening. All right, that's Simba giving his uh, own uh, thoughts about the Formula One. It's always exciting, you know, the commentary that happens with Formula One on Twitter, Slim. <laughs> yeah, we talk Formula One on Twitter and it was an exciting race. You saw Simba was laughing there when he said Veto crashed due to his own doing. Yeah. He understands that I'm a Veto fan. Oh. And <laughs> I do not believe that it was his own fault. I believe when he changed his tires, he had faster tires than his teammate. But the team did not give the order. Because what happens in Formula 1 is that both teams have two drivers. Uh-huh. And most of the time, there is a lead driver, the one who's chasing the championship and the supporting driver. Okay. So in this case, Vettel had better tyres and he was the lead driver. But he was behind uh, his teammate, Kimi Raikkonen. Mm-hmm. So he spent about four or five laps in behind and that destroys the tyres. So when the rain came and the track was a little bit slippery, Vettel lost it. And I believe it was due to those laps that he was behind the other car. So in terms of strategy, Ferrari got it wrong. Yes, Vettel might go and say it was his own fault, but that was diplomacy. I blame the team. (laughs) Anyway, I know most people do not understand. I've heard people say that Formula One is just cars going round and round. But if you've ever seen a sport where science meets sport, that is Formula One. It's about the driver skill. It's about the strategy of the teams. It's about... It's about the technology in the car in itself. Each and every weekend, you know that the car is a little bit different. They're trying to play around with it. So the science out there, the science, they have the cutthroat science, the science that is taking the world forward. I really love that sport. Fungi, is, is Formula One just like a number of cars running through tracks? Yes, you can stand up, <laughs> go to the bathroom, come back. It's the same thing. <laughs> it is the same thing. No, like, I, 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 I kind of get the excitement, the buzz. Uh I've I've watched a few races. I think I watched the last one before uh, this past weekend's race, and you know you you get into it. All the tactics and stuff like that. It it it, it is real. You know those drivers have to know what they're doing. They have to think about it. There's to be some strategy. And I've also been go karting lately, so <laughs> I, I actually understand. You know the driver plays a whole lot of a part into it you know the go-karts they have all the same speed but once you get on the track there's going to be slower drivers there's going to be quicker drivers but all the cuts are the same type thing and you know it's how you maneuver the 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 angles the turns and stuff like that where you can get overtaken or you overtake and stuff like that it's it's really epic and i really understand the buzz and shout out to everyone who really follows formula one uh you got my intention and i'm sure i'll be joining in the next race you know 
treating as lo- as well as it goes. <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to Simbarashe Mukwena. He's the one who gave the commentary. Oh, what's his Twitter handle, by the way? At Legslip. Oh, yes, at Legslip. You know, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's very knowledgeable about his sport. And I just wanted to say congratulations. He's a new father. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Legslip. Get in there, mates. <laughs> Well done, uh, th- and thank you for the support. Uh, the you know the standard support. He's one of those guys who's always been there from the start, and uh, he, uh, up to today, you know, he owes us a visit, and uh, we, sh- we should have him very soon. And um, yeah, that's all we got for Formula One, and we switch right into the football. Slim. Yeah. Uh, first things first. Ozil, the story about Ozil. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh yeah, out, yeah. Oh God, came God. Out of, came out of the World Cup, right? Under a lot of criticism, apparently the press in Germany was going all in. Also, was the reason why we lost. He was missing. You know the usual stuff, right? Yeah. And there was a picture that he took, I think, just before the World Cup with uh, a Turkish leader, mm-hmm. right? And it was so the German were going. You know, he's of Turkish origin. Yeah. So now he comes out and says, you know what? It's a bit racist what you've been doing. When I when we were winning, I'm German, but when we were losing, I'm a, I'm that immigrant and everything. So it got to him, and he actually said, "You know what? Enough is enough." At 29 years old, he's quitting the the German national team. Look, uh, that topic is is very hectic. It transcends so many different places. You know, Trevor Noah raised the same. You know, when I was congratulating France as Africa. And it got so many of the French guys uh, riled up. They're not too pleased with Trevor Noah. But it's an important discussion where there's so much racism, um, segregation, if I may say, that happens. And I'm, I'm going to, not on this show, but in one of the future episodes, also raise it in terms of how our local football actually happens. You know, there is also some tribalist tendencies where some players are good when they are good <laughs> but a different tribe when they are bad you know type thing <laughs> we and really need to go into this yeah i've actually got some 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 stuff and well you know today is not the day but i'll definitely go into it uh, very soon i've spoken to some of the fans and you know it's it's to be honest it's largely when it's dynamos versus the highlanders that that's the match where you actually see a whole lot of that coming out but uh we'll get into that uh in the, the future shows and uh you were speaking about the zimbabwe under 17s who are at the kosafa uh football tournament my only interest in those boys well sadly was that uh pokelo nare's son is in the squad He's the youngest player. I think he's 15 or 16. And he made the under-17s uh, side. You know, a talented footballer from the Instagram um, <laughs> clips that I see <laughs> of Pokelo's Instagram. And uh, shout out to Pokelo for, yes. you know, letting the kids shine. And uh, the kids playing for the Zimbabwe under-17s team. And uh, she was bragging about how he's 15 or something. And he's the youngest in the squad. Unfortunately, as you're saying, the, the, they lost their matches. Before we go into that, you've been stalking Pokelo, haven't you? <laughs> no, no, I follow. I don't, <laughs> I'm, there's some certain people that I stalk, but uh, not Pokelo. <laughs> okay, Pokelo, if you're listening, you can unblock me now. I know, 
you know, <laughs> just a moment of madness. Yeah, well, yeah. all right. So the under 17, we played the first match against Swaziland and we lost by three goals to two. Then the second match, which was played today, which is uh, Monday, that we were recording, we were hammered five nothing by Malawi. Wow. So there's one more match to go. It's versus Angola. We already have six points and we've got nothing to play for. But then again, last year was the same thing. We lost all three matches. So we're just making up the numbers there. Yeah, well, uh, that's it. <laughs> Do you want and, me to even go on and tell uh, you about the fact that this is supposed to be the feeder club that goes and feeds into our national warriors? Uh, and I, I don't think the uh, problem that starts <laughs> there when you see us not making tournaments like the Chan itself and eventually Afcon and the World Cup yeah. starts there. Yeah. Our associations just need to get their houses in order. The kids need to start playing the proper football so that they feed into. <laughs> into the <laughs> yeah no <laughs> yeah no it's today's not even the day that we go into these deep deeper uh, issues uh deep underlying issues but uh well you know good experience for the boys let them go have fun there i hope they, they 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 went by plane i hope they were not <laughs> put in a bus and driven all the way in, yeah where are they playing i think it's Swaziland. i think i'm not sure okay so they might have I hope they at least they flew the you know for the experience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, talking about national teams, one of our big national sides is in the United States of America. That's our Zimbabwe Sevens rugby side. Well, are they back yet? No, they're not back. But <laughs> they were in the World Cup, and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, it was another... Someone is cheering, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, it was another disaster class. Um, well, I don't, I don't know if I can call it a disaster class, but uh, we played four matches, lost to Wales, 33-12, lost to Uganda. <laughs> I'll go over that one again. We lost to Uganda, 24... <laughs> 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 like... You'd expect that Zimbabwe would be better than Uganda because Zimbabwe play a bit more rugby, in my opinion, than Uganda. We have, we're involved in the Craven Week where, you know, we have quite some support, although we're not probably as serious as or as well invested as the Ugandans, but our cheetah side is like, should be our prime side. That's our prime rugby team. But uh, they lost 24-10 to Uganda. Then they lost to Tonga, 31-5. And uh, but they did win. Uh, they they got a, a victory over Jamaica, winning 33-21. So one out of four, 25 percent. That's like a, a U in high school maths. Now let me tell you what is going on. Yeah. How many teams were there in the World Cup? There's quite a number of teams. and there were 24 teams in the world. <laughs> Do you know, because all those matches, they will place you yes. from number one to number 24. <laughs> I know. So we are number 23 because we managed to... Well done, Zimbabwe. <laughs> Get in the 23rd best side in the world of rugby. What an, what an incredible achievement. I watched a couple of their games. <sighs> so many questions. The guys, I feel the guys were not... A, as prepared as they should have been because they've known for the past six months that they're going there we've known we've been speaking about this for the past six months and when 
they 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 look extremely buff and extremely slow except for Shitokinda who the commentator was calling him something Chalakinda <laughs> or something like that but uh yeah I wasn't too impressed by the side the guys were not having fun I even tweeted about that they were looking so serious uh when Jamaica played uh, Papua New Guinea PNG were having so much fun they ran over Jamaica by even a huge margin but they were having fun and I think that's the purpose of sevens as well you know you need to enjoy it while you play it the Zimbabwean guys didn't really look into it but uh, kudos for being number 23 <laughs> yeah but we can't really you know they made it it's not like they were invited to play in the world <laughs> cup they actually made it yeah right? yeah yeah so firstly thank you for making sure zimbabwe's flag was flying in an international tournament yeah yeah we yeah. really really appreciate that that's really however, good however uh, some of the performances like when we played against uganda at half time we were losing 19 to nothing wow yes we put on a fight in the second half but then come on guys come on guys just... yeah well it's a, it's, it's a i would say it's a it's, it's a young team but look at all the other teams they're all young so <laughs> we all or most of the teams are very very young and uh the oldest guys in the team are actually chitokindo at 27 and uh chamala as well at 27 that's the zim team the rest are 25 24 the youngest being shingi uh, who's 20 So I would say it's a young team but you know all the other teams as well they have so many young players in the side so it's perhaps experience the build up I'm sure we we'll have a discussion with uh, the coach Gilbert Nyamtsamba uh, once they they back from the United States find out what went on how the experience was like and what they learned what they picked up but it's it, as you said you know it's pretty good that we had a Zimbabwe team at the world cup representing flying the flag yep and um that's what we have for the news unless there's something else slim nah, no okay no. so initially uh, we were meant to have uh, a, a, a go about uh, fitness so two of our super guests Uh, Fungai, this is not downplaying your role here. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so two of our super guests uh, pulled out at the last minute. So we, sh- we will have the show, the episode again, but with the super guests. But uh, for today, we're just going to have Fungai. But uh, before we get into Fungai, we spoke to Betlin Nyasha, who is an avid runner. So she has a story to tell about why she runs and you know how she got to where she is so we're going to just share it right now and uh listening and enjoy hi how are you so the reason i chose to run was because of my sister she used to be a runner a marathon runner she's run like 21k's and she just she used to run like 42k's everyone she was there so i just started it and then at first it was so difficult because i could only do like 700 meters and i'll do like 100 meters stop and then she just keep going and going and going and going and then um yeah so that's when i started and then there's this book that i read called the body book by cameron diaz and then it just this this part that i read that said that your body can do anything it's just your mind you have to convince so that's when this this christmas i forgot the year 
but then I just ran like 3.5 k's without stopping and then that's when I realized oh my gosh I can actually do it you know and then some of the challenges with the running when I first started like shin splints my legs used to hurt they used to be so sore but then now they're fine except for today I couldn't even do my run but yeah and then other challenges is um I find it very difficult to run like in the afternoon so I have to do it in the morning if I don't do it in the morning then I do not run at all why should everyone run well just depends if you want to for fitness to like clear your mind you know I run because like I want to clear my mind just to think you know with everything that's happening just have to like clear your mind and then the best part about running really there's no best part about running but i just do it but it's nice because like these days i'm running in winter and it's so cold and they say summer bodies are made in winter but yeah i think that's about it i hope it makes sense and i hope that everyone just goes there and runs it's fitness fitness if you can't for me sometimes i run 10ks right but then i'll be running and then if i'm tired i walk or if i'm tired i stop then like I stop my app and then make sure that your app you're recording your runs because that's what I do. But yeah, I think that's about it. I how are you? So that's about it, Fungai. Uh, you're on the show because you're also a runner. A very amateur runner. <laughs> <laughs> a lazy amateur runner. Why do you run? Um. I think when I started, it was to shed off a bit of weight. And then now, I like it. It's not about the weight anymore. I don't go on the scale anymore. It's dangerous. But <laughs> I ran because <laughs> I, I like it. I like um, the feel-good hormones afterwards because I'm always in a good mood after a run. Mm-hmm. And I like wishing that my current run will be faster than the previous one and i think it actually helps my mental strength because half the time i'm just pushing myself keep going for me keep going for me last kilometer for me last. so i think me and myself we've got a greater bond now because we've been through all of these runs together yeah that's incredible <laughs> that's very much incredible i uh, am so shocked that people run to clear their minds i thought people <laughs> be to clear their minds <laughs> well, uh, people are quite different, and uh, I, I also run. I was just speaking to Bethlin. You know, she she runs quite a lot. She's doing ten k's, seven k's in a week. She's probably running more than thirty kilometers, and she's crazy. But anyway, I know there's quite a whole lot of more people who run as well, who run as hard, and I can only do something like. 15k's in a week <laughs> but I, I get the you know that that idea that Funga is raising that you know you, you feel so fresh you feel so energized you know the adrenaline rush afterwards is just incredible yeah so why would you encourage other people to run Funga a healthy heart run for a healthy <laughs> <laughs> For a healthy run. You well, know look, what? I think you shouldn't run for weight loss. You get disappointed and you stop running. Okay, that's, I think that's run a because, huge point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run because you enjoy it. Run because it's healthier. Run because apparently your body will thank you later. 
that you ran. Why else should you? Because uh-huh. it feels awesome. Yeah, it's a great feeling. Slim, <laughs> Slim is just cringing right now. <laughs> but here's the thing: my wife is a runner. She uh-huh. runs like oh yeah, a yeah. lot, yeah. right? And yeah, when she comes back, she's so energetic, and I'm thinking, what on earth is going on here? <laughs> like, you know, she wakes up real early in the morning. She goes on a run. She comes back, and I'm, you know, now I'm getting out of bed, and I'm, you know, and she's so energetic, and I'm, what's going on? Like, what's happening? You know, I, I've never, I, I haven't been a run. I, I, I don't run. I, won't be, <laughs> I don't run. The like, funny part is, Slim, you look like, you know, the runner. You'd qualify as one of those Kenyan runners. You're the Slim guy. Actually, I, I do have the endurance. The There's few a, times that I have run, I can actually run a long distance without really getting tired. Wow. I just don't. I just don't see the fascination. That's why I, I, I'm so excited about this, 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 this podcast that we're going to record. This one and the next one uh-huh. because I really want to get. Maybe I just need that little push when I start <laughs> running again. <laughs> yeah, well, I get that as you're raising guy that most people do run to try and lose weight, and. Uh, is you're saying as well, you do get disappointed quite a lot. There's a time that I ran like for a whole month, almost daily, but it was like two kilometers, three kilometers, and maybe five over the weekend. For two months, and I went onto the scale and I'd lost two kgs, <laughs> just two. And I was thinking, flip, you know, and you know, the motivation to wake up, like it's really early. Most runners do prefer to run in the morning. It's clear, uh, you know, there's no traffic. It's just fresh air. It's cold. There's no sun as well. People are just running. And it was, you know, but waking up that early, 5.30, 6 a.m. to just go run is crazy. Did it for two months. Went on the scale, 2 kg loss. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, ah, this is so disappointing. I need to start researching into why it was only two kg. That's when I started figuring out, you know, diet plays a huge part. You cannot just wake up and run and get back to your normal meal schedule because you will just recover what you lost. (laughs) So you won't really lose much. And yeah, that was some experience. Yes, I've actually heard of runners who start running and... When they go on the scale, they realize they've actually gained five kg. Yeah. Some of the body will try and adjust yeah. to the to the to the running and the more energy that is needed. And eventually, if you don't watch what you're eating as well, yeah. because if you're going on a healthy diet, oh, look at who's talking. About <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, but go on a healthy. It's a healthy journey. Mm. It has to be comprehensive. It has to be a holistic approach. You just can't think that if I run a few days then automatically you're going to bend down a bit of the fat or whatever it is. It's You have to actually do the whole thing, look at the food, uh, take in a bit more water and, you know, yeah. look at the whole thing. How was your experience with trying to lose weight over running for that? Um, I think it works. Mm. I lost about... I'm just doing some quick math I think I lost about 15 kilos Wow Yeah, yeah, exercise 
but there was diet also and and then you get to a point where you stop because i think i used to mark i had like a little excel spreadsheet i love spreadsheets <laughs> of course so, <laughs> i had a spreadsheet to track my weight loss and then it got to a point where the numbers were not changing and the spreadsheet wasn't making sense anymore and i think that's when i slacked but then now i just run for the fun of it and uh, the spreadsheet is no more what's the longest distance you've ran um to use the term run very loosely <laughs> it's 15k <laughs> very loosely yeah how, how much time did you spend doing that a very long time <laughs> you know what um there was a december challenge um run 160ks in december uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. yeah i didn't do that i <laughs> i got to 80 so anyway i just needed wow. a lot of kilometers that particular month something uh today i'll power walk 15 or I'll run a bit i'll run very slowly so i started running a bit slowly and then you need to run out 7.5 and then I realized that at this rate, I'll be late for my date. So I need to actually run so that I can get home and shower. <laughs> but it took a b- I think I ran, my run out was slower than my run back home. But I tried, you know, it's 15K and never what? again. <laughs> well, I actually enjoy my 10K runs. I don't do them often, maybe once a month. But, you know, it's it's such a task. So I went to this run and there were like all these professional runners. Mm. I I did <laughs> it's fine. I did I did 10Ks in like an hour 14. So when I got to the registration desk, I was now like, you know, placing my time and stuff like that. So the guys were running 21 kilometers, I ran 10Ks. So I'm handing in my time to the guy who's doing the registration, like, yes, what distance did you run? It's like I ran 10Ks. He's like, you're in 10Ks? He's like, yeah, I did 10Ks. So I'm thinking, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, what? Maybe my time was very good. <laughs> then I look at the 21K runners. Their times are like 10 minutes from my time. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? This 21, those guys are just crazy. They're not normal. How do you just run so fast in for 21 kilometers? And it's not even a joke. It's crazy, but uh, yeah, I don't. I, I, it's, it's some experience. Uh, running is some experience. I don't know. People do have different techniques of trying to gain their fitness. I do. I have resorted to playing football over weekends. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think that's much better. And watching what I eat as well. Um, I do run here and there, but you know, it's not as frequent as I'd love it to be. Well, I'm a slacker, so. I used to play a bit of volleyball over the weekend. I'm not even doing that anymore. Oh. However, I, 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 I do walk a lot. And I you participate remember. in the beer Olympics. <laughs> in a lot of beer Olympics and that. But I read somewhere, I think there was someone who told me on a tweet that it's healthy to walk at least 10,000 steps a day. Oh, yeah. And I have an app that looks at that. And I actually do walk at least 10,000 steps each day. So, yeah, well, I'm confident. <laughs> I'm doing something that is fitness related. And it's not by mistake. I actually take time to actually, if I have to walk, I actually do walk. It's just, I know that I'm supposed to take the 10,000. And I'm actually trying to do that religiously now just to. But yeah. anyway, uh, I'm slim, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'm not really looking to, to, to lose too much weight or anything, but I'm just trying to stay healthy, you know. 
being healthy, who doesn't want to be healthy. That's cool. Guy, well, how, how would you encourage someone to start running as we just yes. close off the show? How would you tell someone to start running? Yeah. Um, don't start by going to a marathon with a professional runner. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be so disappointed. Yeah, you'd be disappointed. I think you should start by running shorter distances and setting targets for yourself like and then tomorrow you go a bit further than the tree and then before you know it you're running the whole distance and you need to encourage yourself i think it's more of a mental a mental thing than physical your muscles will hurt and whatever but you just need to t- tell yourself to keep going and you really can even if your lungs are on fire you won't die keep running you'll finish your run you won't die sure i think so <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking like if the lungs are on fire they try to tell you something huh? no <laughs> they'll get stronger your lungs will get stronger yeah yeah mm-hmm. no thank you for joining us fungai fungai masango are you on twitter facebook no i am not instagram, on twitter i am not on instagram <laughs> you know the answer to this question i am on facebook only and i have an email address <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> right uh thanks fungai for joining us uh, it's been a pleasure to hear from someone who actually takes part in active running trying to get fit So in the next episode we'll speak to the pros now you know the people who leave for running and uh, they'll give us more insight into you know how to keep fit slim Yeah well we we'll definitely hear that maybe somebody do encourage me to run then because ish ish running but anyway thank you for listening and you know it's going to be elections in a few days so make sure you go out and vote and also go and go to iono fm listen to our past episodes go on itunes rate us please leave a few comments there and you know what we want you to take part in our podcast so if you've got anything to share anything on any other spot that we're not covering please send your voice notes we really 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 want you to feature in this podcast because this is for you so from everybody here it's bye bye for now Bye bye. And now Capital 26